Hey there, welcome back to the Ohioan. Hey, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Um, we love our pop culture shows we're developing with Frasier and Seinfeld and um, the YouTube show in addition to uh, what we're doing with Bob Garver interviews and George Thomas interviews. But it's good. This is kind of a nice supplement to have kind of a current events pop culture discussion. And it's funny. Um, you know, Craig, if when we first started talking about doing this, or, or if when I started this podcast with Brandon Klein a couple years ago, if I sat there and said, you know, in two years, we're going to be talking about Jeopardy multiple times. I mean, people are like, what? Are you old? Why are you talking about this? Who cares, you know? But, hey, Jeopardy's come up. Um, sadly, the unfortunate passing of uh, Alex Trebek. And then um, we've had Ohio guy do really well in Jeopardy and Matt Modio. And um, they're trying to replace Alex Trebek. And I think they're getting closer. Uh, with Malin Balick as well as Ken Jennings, but everyone won LeVar Burton. And, you know, doesn't look like LeVar Burton's getting a Jeopardy job. But we got some news, Craig. Uh, LeVar Burton is going to host a new show. Yeah. Trivial Pursuit. Um, it was announced by Entertainment One this week. He's also going to be the executive producer. Um, what do you think about this? Yeah, is it a, a brave move? Because I know some people were ticked they didn't get the Jeopardy job, or, or are they going to steal the Jeopardy viewers this way? <laughs> well, I don't know that they're going to steal the Jeopardy viewers. I, I'm 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 happy for Lavar Burton because he's, I, you know, I mean, I only watched a few of his episodes on Jeopardy, but I thought he did a good job, just as good as anybody else did. Um, you know, and I think he probably could have been in that running for, for full-time host. Um, but yeah, this is a great, this is great news for him, you know, and he's obviously still a consistent working actor, but you know, this will, uh, maybe scratch the itch a little bit for him to, uh, to host this show. And maybe, uh, maybe some people will, uh, will gravitate towards it because they liked him so much on Jeopardy. Here's a question I have, and um, we're going off the USA Today article. I'm not seeing where this is going to go, which so it sounds like they're producing the show and they're pitching it to uh, outlets, maybe? Right. It looks like, yeah, it kind of looks like maybe it's just in development. But, you know, it's one of those things where I don't think it's going to be a game show network where it's, you know, harder to find. I think it's one of those things that could be, you know, maybe in the prime time on like Sunday nights and, you know, during, oh. the te- the, during the television off season when you don't have as many new shows. And I could see it being like that. I, I don't know. Maybe it could be a game show network thing where they try to, you know, run through a bunch of episodes every day and syndicate it, have a five day a week episode. But I kind of think it might be one of those, you know, midsummer kind of, you know, releases where, you know, you get a lot of game shows and, and you know, various other reality competition shows and maybe it might slot in there on like an ABC or an NBC or something like that. You can't go head to head with Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, right? Well, no, I mean, I don't, you know, really realistically and and everybody varies depending on where you live and what channels carry what. So there are some channels that carry Jeopardy at like 630. I've always grown up on it being on at 730 with Wheel of Fortune being on at seven and, and that obviously can be, you know, varying different markets as well. But I don't think you're going to have a show like that in the syndication that quick. I think you're going to probably, 
if you're going to go that route, it's it's probably a tough call. I mean, unless you decided to expand that block of television an extra half hour to put Trivial Pursuit in there. But I think it's more likely that it's going to be like, you. I don't know if you saw last year or two years ago, maybe it was, they had pressed my luck back in sort of a prime time slot during the summer. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks hosted it. And it was a good nostalgia trip while also updating it. I could see Trivial Pursuit sort of being like that, where it maybe gets a prime time audience for 10, 12 weeks, and then you're done. Well, and you got a big enough name with Trivial Pursuit. Right. It's question time or something where you're like, oh, what the heck's this? I mean, it is a Trivial Pursuit. So, yeah, ABC has their, like, what was it, Family Game Night? I think it's during the summer yeah. where you have your yeah. pressure luck. And uh, Strahan has that show on, oh, Super Password, right? The or Pyramid? Oh, Pyramid, yeah. Pyramid. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. it's going to slot in like that because it's sort of a well-known game, but it's not necessarily like I don't think they want to produce like five episodes a night like they do with Jeopardy. So I could kind of see it being like a game, a family game night episode, you know, a half hour, hour, depending on what you want to do. But I can see it being like that where you might get like 10 or 12 shows a year. And if it does well in the ratings, it'll probably keep coming back as long as it can. I don't have high hopes for it. I mean, it might do well, but I mean, yeah. I would put all my money on the fact that it's going to be a hit. But, you know, in some ways, good for LeVar Burton. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we talk about even some of our journalism careers. You know, sometimes you go for a job and, you know, if it doesn't happen, you're like, oh, well, I'll go back to my old job. Well, hey, there's another possibility out there where you don't have to be a jerk and use this leverage, but. You can say, hey, if you don't want me, hey, I got this show I can go to. So, you know, I'm not a huge LeVar Burton fan. And I'm not going to promise you I'm going to watch every episode, but good for LeVar Burton, you know? Yeah, yeah hopefully the show is a success and, you know, it allows, you know, I, it's it's funny because maybe, maybe success on that show could inspire a, a better job or an opportunity at Jeopardy, which is something that he really, really wants to do. So, Maybe he, I don't think he really has to cut his teeth. I mean, the guy's a three-time Emmy nominee actor, so I don't I don't really think he should have to cut his teeth on Jeopardy, but if, if that's what they said, then, you know, hey, maybe this will allow that to, you know, expedite the process a little bit and get him to Jeopardy. I still think, though, and we talked on a YouTube show a few weeks back about the Manning cast and how great it is. It's almost yeah. like... Listen to the podcast because even if you're not into that particular Monday night game, you got the Mannings having fun. Yeah. I, I, still, I still want that for Jeopardy, whoever my host is. I mean, Mayo Bailey's okay. I might, she doesn't offend me at all, but I don't want to turn it on just to see her. And, and Ken Jennings, I guess if you're a fan of it, maybe you are, but I don't think Ken Jennings has enough of a personality. I want to. It'll, it'll never happen, Craig. But you know, I was throwing out John Tortorella, the old coach. <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets now on ESPN. I, I, I got to tell you, I don't have ESPN currently right now, so I can't watch these shows, but uh, Tortorella is, is on one of the studio shows. Yeah. And his co-host tweeted out a picture of him saying, Torch looks mad. It should be an interesting show. And I literally <laughs> almost signed up for ESPN on the spot so I could watch <laughs> because I got so excited to yeah. the potential of that. But, yeah, well, Torch caught, caught a little bit of uh, flack on uh, maybe a 
less than a week ago or so, around a week really? ago, he criticized. So Connor McDavid is the best NHL player in the world by far. I mean, he is the best hockey player in the world. Mm-hmm. And he is an elite goal scorer and passer. I mean, the guy consistently scores point a point per game. I mean, this guy's a stud. And Tortorella basically argued that, well, you know, he's got to change the way he plays this game because you're not going to win like that in the playoffs, basically insinuating that, you know, the best player in the world, the most skilled player in the world um, needs to change up his style, which this, I mean, we're talking about a player in 56 games last year, last year had over a hundred points in 56 games. That's un, that's unheard of for the modern game of the NHL. So Tortorella caught a little bit of flack for that. I can understand what he's saying, though, because Connor McDavid hasn't won a Stanley Cup. So I get what he's saying, but he did catch a little bit of uh, flack. But that said, that's Tortorella for you, though. Well, here's my beef with Tortorella. and Well, not with Tortorella, with ESPN. Okay, yeah, you out there are going to say, you cheap, you know what, you know, go get ESPN, stop brag about not having it, but you know, a lot of this great stuff is on YouTube. I'm doing a search for Torella, and yeah, there were some really sad things that happened in the NHL that to Torella's credit, he was able to address. Uh, they right. had a horrible accident that killed a Blue Jackets school tender. Right, right. Torella was the coach last year. He had some really good impassioned comments about that. Great to see him reflect on the life of uh, someone who's taken way too seriously. And then the um, horrific thing was the Blue Jackets, where, um, you know, they had a scandal of someone being abused and, um, you know, people lost their jobs over it. And Torrell spoke out about that, which is good. Right. But I want ESPN to post clips every night of Torrell going off about stuff. <laughs> I mean, you can search on, on ESPN, on not ESPN, but YouTube, and you can quickly find all kinds of crazy Tortorella going off on everybody. Yeah. ESPN take advantage of it. They don't. So, yeah, they uh, need to and, give his own show or something. Well, you might be sitting there going, okay, why are you talking about Jeopardy on the John Tortorella? Well, I, I want somebody I can, you want to tune into. And yeah, John Tortorella is a pipe dream, uh, uh, sure. But, yeah. Um, I don't get that out of Milan Balik. I don't get that out of Ken Jennings. And I'll be honest, I, I didn't like reading Rainbow like some of y'all did, but I don't get that out of LeVar Burton. I, if he was a Jeopardy host, I wouldn't want to watch every, every day. I I mean, maybe one of the Mannings. I mean, the main cast is captivating. I would, I would watch Peyton Manning. Um, I think Peyton Manning would be fun. I, I think he would be, but, man, he is on a very high tra- trajectory. I mean... You know, you know, Jeopardy doesn't doesn't sound like it's good enough for him. I mean, it'd be like, Craig, you got a a new job in Tennessee, great. Yeah. But that'd be like if you accepted a job at the smallest paper in the world. You know. Right. That's high, high enough for yeah. you. Yeah. You I mean, I'm, not, paper. yeah. I'm not sure what the Jeopardy job pays, but I guarantee it's not as much as Peyton Manning could get on any open market and anything oh. he wants to do. So, but yeah, it would have been fun, maybe like. I know everybody makes a big stink about Aaron Rodgers and how he actually was a contestant on the show, but Aaron Rodgers personality wise just doesn't really fit the Jeopardy mold. He's kind of monotone and stiff. 
Peyton Manning probably would be a little bit looser and have some fun with it with his little southern draw. I think it'd be kind of fun for a Peyton Manning. If you're going to get a sports guy on there, I don't care that Aaron Rodgers competed and Peyton Manning didn't on Jeopardy. I, I just, it's who you want to hear talk because the majority of the time on Jeopardy, the host is talking. Yeah. No, no, it's true. And But, you know, there's going to be hard liners that like Jeopardy no matter what. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot. You know, we're going to share this on some of these on Jeopardy Facebook groups, and it, it's funny. Not everyone's happy with everything happening in Jeopardy. I mean, yeah. you've got certain people are fans of different people, but you know, hey, Craig, it could be you and me as a host on Jeopardy, and yeah, yeah they'll be griping if we. Ever host <laughs> oh, yeah. On the other hand, I mean, you know, people like the format that whoever it is, right, right. they'll eventually like. I mean, they're not going to totally do away with Jeopardy, so. Yeah. Very good. Well, hey, thanks for checking out the show. Um, if you're, you might be slumming across us on the Jeopardy uh, Facebook group. We don't talk about Jeopardy that much, but you know, a lot of pop culture discussion. Check out the Ohioan. Uh, subscribe to the podcast; it's free. We just ask you to support us um, by downloading the Cash App app. Uh, great way of saying money to each other. And if you download for the link that's uh, going to be on our podcast, you get five bucks. Deposit yeah. directly in your account. Why not? No, and no, speaking no. of money in your account, Chase Bank, as well as Ashley Home Store. All right. All right. Well, well, Craig, my application for Jeopardy host has not been answered yet. So <laughs> I better email back and see if that works. Has yours been answered yet? No, no. I think they probably threw mine out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens. All right. Well, well for Craig, <laughs> this is Chris. Thanks for checking out that one. Have a great day.